Hi, my name is John Kim. I'm a therapist who went through his own rebirth many years ago, and I've been documenting my journey ever since, sharing my life lessons and revelations. I believe in casual over clinical, with you instead of at you. I come unrehearsed on purpose because self-help doesn't have to be so complicated. Yeah. His studio, his workout center. What else goes on here? A lot of mischief? A lot of mischief. (laughs) Maybe a date night. (laughs) Oh, for us. I was like, that kind of mischief. (laughs) I think it's hot. You could turn this into a little little kink dungeon kind of thing. We've slept here before. We've slept here to get away from our children. Yeah, Yeah, that would be a great place to get away from your children. (laughs) Can we start at CrossFit Hollywood? Does it feel like yesterday or does it feel like high school? Like way, like, you know what I'm saying? The, it, the feeling feels like high school. Yeah. The time feels like yesterday. Like I remember it almost like as a second high school, second college kind of right. experience. Um, but it does feel like just yesterday. It time does. Is so fun. Yeah. But, but also don't you, cause you know, just um, following in, uh, other people on social media and, and, and all the people that kind of came from our graduating class and to see <laughs> what they're doing class. now, it's just oh, interesting. Yeah. Um, I don't even know how you guys met, so I want to start there. I mean, I've uh, known you guys for a while. We've worked out together. Um, but, like, what is your story? I, I don't know. So let's start with your story. We both grew up in San Diego, knew each other in junior high. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, that's far back. We go back. English together. Yeah. Oh. I only, well, you knew I was in the class because you said that. You, I cut my hair. I, like, got yeah. it like a bob. Yeah. So we kind of grew up in the same neighborhood, which is a small San Diego neighborhood suburb. Um, went to high school together, then probably started hanging out towards the end of high school. As friends? As friends. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Friends who made out every once in a while. Yeah. As you do in high school. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Barely dated the end of high school. Yeah. And then we were like, well, this is ridiculous because we're not going to stay together. Like we, I guess like we're high school sweethearts, but I don't think we see ourselves as that because we didn't date in high school just friends. So then we went to college and I was going to, you were going to Texas at first and I was going to New York. And so we were like, we're obviously not going to stay together. That's ridiculous. Um, And so we tried to break up, but then we were like best friends. So then we talked every day and the the chat would be like, oh, how are the girls in Texas? (laughs) And Char would be like, really different than San Diego. And he'd be like, how are the guys at theater school? I'm like, not into me. Definitely not my type. So it's kind of like. Then what I always say, we just were like, well, I guess we should just make it work until it doesn't work yeah. because mm-hmm. it was felt forced to break it off. Yeah. And then? But then after college, we both moved back here. Mm-hmm. Or we moved here together. Wow. Yeah. So you guys have been together pretty much since high school. Yes. Yeah. Dude, that's rare. That's like um, our parents' stories. Yeah. It's not our stories. So crazy. And so one of the reasons why Vanessa and I wanted to talk to you guys was because um, I see you guys as kind of the um, quintessential um, LA building businesses, working full time, raising children, juggling, you know, friends, also self care, like, like everything. Mm-hmm. And so I, I kind of want to talk about how do you do this today? And I want to pull the curtain back and talk about what's hard. Mm. And, and, and I think especially with parenting, no one talks about how hard it is. Um, John and I love talking about how hard it is. Yeah. And, and then we just the other day were like, is it us? Are we wimps? I like, feel like a complainer, but <laughs> yeah. I, I think it's it's because no one talks about it. Can you it. imagine? Yeah. We're like, what are you, what are you talking about? It's yeah. so easy. <laughs> yeah. It is just you. No, yeah. it's impossible. Um, and it, it actually gives me an appreciation um, for our parents. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Because totally. I'm like, they had less and they did more. Mm-hmm. And I know you come from a bigger family, right? Yeah. Yeah, and Charlie has had was raised by single moms. Right, so she gets yes. all that's the a whole other yeah, yeah. single oh, yeah. right. Yeah, um, but I, I find that rare because the whole high school sweetheart thing isn't even a thing anymore, especially with the world today and the choices and like yeah. Polly and all. And it's like uh, how how do you, how did you guys keep it together and stay together? And and I'm sure it's not perfect, but how, how did how do you guys keep doing that? I think our expectations were pretty low in the beginning. Like we were just going to be friends. We weren't expecting this crazy romance and this crazy story. It was just like we were friends and like Erica said, we're going to make it work till it doesn't. So Mm -hmm. we're just like, yeah, this is kind of the path of least resistance at this point. Let's just go with it. Um, 
Yeah. It didn't ever seem forced. I mean, we even lived here and I had a different job and some work friends and she had some friends here. We had different apartments. She had a roommate. We just kind of had like parallel but different lives and it just always was what kind of was convenient and easy and we enjoyed and chose and it was always what we chose and eventually like we just kept getting closer and closer and closer and yeah i'd say like it for sure we were friends first for a long time right and then and then also we're the we're so different we have like he's sporty i was into theater like we're the opposite people so i feel like even just like letting I think we're good at being like, okay, you're that person and I don't actually need to like that, but you do that. So go mm, do that. Right. If that makes sense. Yeah. I think that's so important yeah. actually. Cause I think so many couples expect like, we need to be merged. We need to be attached at the hip at all times. And yeah. I mean, I'm not like that. And I know we share some overlap. Of course you need that, but we always talk about how important it is to like, have your own life, have your own friends, do your own thing. Um, and not completely just become on top of each other. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, with with Vanessa, and we've been together about four years. Um, the value of seeing beauty in the contrast. Yeah, yeah. We talk about that a lot. We wouldn't be together if I personally didn't lean into that because we're very different. Yeah. 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 That was a struggle in the beginning for us too. Like I was kind of more embracing of the differences, and it, for him, I think he was like, "Oh, this might be too different." Yeah. Right. That was really hard in the beginning yeah. for you. What was your guys's first big hurdle? And, and and remember, before we started this, I gave you specific instructions to fight. Um, <laughs> be mean to each other. Again, each we other. don't fight and parenting's easy, so we're bad guests. <laughs> what was the first thing where you guys are like, okay, fuck, I don't know if this is, is going to work. Or did you guys have children and then it was like, all right, this, this is going to work no matter what, you know? Um, or has there never been any I of guess, that? We well, fight a lot. We fight yeah. a lot. Yeah, yeah. Um... It's never like that personal, I don't think, all the time. We just fight. Like, I think we're both outspoken, opinionated. Yeah, we're stubborn. So um, stubborn. So Wait, just, I, I just want I appreciate you guys saying that because um, we have uh, many, many people have friends where they're like, oh, we never fight. Yeah. yeah. And to me, I'm like, oh. Which as a therapist, I'm like, oh, tell me more about Are you guys hiding? Like, what do you, what do you mean you never fight? <laughs> Fighting isn't really a bad thing. It's yeah. how you fight. Yeah. So I think we both are, like I said, opinionated, have strong opinions, um, combative to some extent not in a bad way but just like outspoken and are fine with conflict yeah Mm. so we fight about plenty of things i think we're pretty open communicators in terms of something's bothering us the other person knows about it um i don't know if we've had i mean i think well i would almost say the opposite like what i know to be true about charlie is that like he's really good in a crisis Mm. so i actually think when shit hits the fan we're pretty good at navigating that together and like so yeah we've had you know even however many years ago now like COVID and the gym and like a lot of hardships um but it always I feel like we do get closer during those times because yeah we're pretty good at navigating honestly we just fight about the dumbest things all the time Mm -hmm. you know like Mm -hmm. there's plenty of conflict and none of it really matters because I think we also at some point during the time we decided like, okay, we're gonna make this work, obviously. And it's just like, you've always been my best friend and you also always kind of like annoy me sometimes. Right. And you know, like we've known right, each other right, so right. long, we grew up together, so I'd great. probably say like maybe in our t- low 20s, mm-hmm. I hated my job where I was probably, went sure. off the deep end a little. What were times. you doing? It wasn't in fitness? No, I worked in like a healthcare company out of college oh, that I hated and yeah. just like not good. Actually, kind of probably right around when I started CrossFit Hollywood. Oh, um, okay, yeah. But excited. just in like a bad space, partied all the time and... Yeah, we were like working for the weekends. Yeah, you know? yeah. yeah. working for the weekends. <laughs> just hard on anybody. Yeah. That was probably the hardest times of yeah. just me being an asshole. And <laughs> Too much partying. And, yeah, in general. So at that time, and that's actually when I first met you guys, yep. uh, was your relationship rocky? This is before children, before, you know, all of that. Yeah, this was a long time ago. I wouldn't say it was rocky. It was just like off and on. Yeah. Like it was just yeah. kind of, yeah. and it didn't really matter as much because we were both kind of, we moved here together, but Erica lived with her best friend, had a roommate. Like our, our lives weren't completely intertwined to where it was like, if we were kind of rocky well we wouldn't see each other for a week and it wasn't that big of a deal yeah yeah I that's love the main this. difference with kids is yeah. that like you don't do that you, you don't, don't have time like out. okay i'm mad at you and i don't want to see you for a couple of days you're like 
I'm really mad at you, but also who's picking up Ace right now? Yeah, we got to talk gonna, about this yeah, shit right so now. Yeah, there's so many logistics. Yep. Um, but yeah, I think that was probably the most volatile time because also, you know, you're younger, like fighting, like, I'm leaving this bar. Right. You're an asshole. <laughs> Everything is dramatic. It's like a lot. So Everything's you know, very New York. Yeah. I'm walking home. <laughs> And yeah. that stuff. So yeah, we don't do that anymore, which yeah. is great. Yeah. <laughs> it's really good. Yeah. Um, you guys do overlap in fitness, right? Mm -hmm. um, because you guys are both. I remember uh, in working out with you guys, both badasses, both <laughs> always uh, sweaty. Um, did you play sports in high school, or were you no? Because no? I know Charlie played football. Yeah, no, I was not sporty. But I told I went to CrossFit Hollywood for an interview because I worked for Lululemon back in the day, even before I came back. Oh, on the I didn't know that. Side. Mm. Okay. And so I went because I used to sing. So that was like my, my day job. I worked in the store. And by, I, by the way, as we end, um, she's going to sing us a little something. Oh. She, <laughs> she does have a, an amazing voice, <laughs> yeah, right. which I had no idea until I heard. I was like, holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. I, that's what I used to do. For and sure. so I like, Wait, where was I going? I've lost my train of thought. Uh, Lululemon, oh, CrossFit Hollywood. Fitness. Oh, saying. fitness. Yeah, fitness. CrossFit Hollywood. So I went there and it was a, it was an interview. Like the girl said, we used to do this at Lululemon, be like, let's go sweat and then, and then we'll chat, which is a weird way to interview someone. So she's like, my workout is CrossFit. Never had heard of it. And I went and the day was like an eight minute workout that included handstand pushups. Mm. <laughs> and I left like, who the hell? Why? I was like, I like to spin. But coming from theater, I had like a weird relationship with I just wanted to be skinny. And mm -hmm. like, it was not a good relationship with fitness. Strong was not, I could care less. Like yeah. I had never played sports, so I didn't care. Mm. And I went there and I remember leaving being like, who would do that to themselves? And then I thought, oh my God, you know who would love that? Charlie. Oh, so you were there first. Yeah, so oh, I told yeah. him to go. And yep. then he started going and I wasn't really going. And then I thought like, oh, maybe we could do that together. So then I started getting yeah. into it. I called my mom. I was like, mom. I'm athletic. She's like, yeah, I know, but you wanted to sing. <laughs> like, oh, and, and, and Charlie, were you instantly addicted? You were the quiet beast. I remember so before funny. you, we, I mean, everyone was competitive. And then um, enter Charlie, and he was all around, like, not only fast. So there were, there, were, there were fast people, there were strong people. I was not strong. I was, you know, because I'm a smaller guy. I was fast at body weight mm -hmm. stuff. And then Charlie came in, and he was both strong and fast. <laughs> so fast. Yeah. You sound envious in the way you say that. <laughs> I can hear a little envy. A little envy. bit. A little bit. <laughs> um, I'm I, over it now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'm strong or fast anymore. But <laughs> um, but you got addicted to it, no? I mean, it, it, it well, did something it for you. It definitely started as the competition part. Yeah, like I remember. Like going in and not winning or being like, someone that was just more skilled. I'm like, I know I can do that right. better. So I'm going to go back and try to win the next. So that was probably like two or three months of just competition. Like that's all that brought me back. Because you were unhappy time. at work. I wonder if you found joy in that box. You know, I it was kind it, of an escape. I think it was something that I felt good at naturally. Mm -hmm. And I spent my whole life doing high level athletics. Right. Mm -hmm. Went to college to play football and excel in that. So this was like, back into where I felt confident. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But um, I don't know that I loved it for like two or three months until I really got into it. It was more the competition. And I was just like, I got to I got to come here and win. And yeah. I, win I remember. And, and then remember. I liked it and, you know, have now essentially yeah, built life. a career out of it. Yeah. So. yeah. It's so um, fun. Those early days. My God. So fun. fun, but also, you know, it, it was very high school. Yeah. yeah. There was gossip. There were, you know, the yeah. cool kids. There were parties, all the parties. All so um, people sleeping with each other. It was, it was very yeah. high school. And uh, yes, it was fun. We got to kind of live, relive high school again. But there was also um, a lot of uh, drama, mm -hmm. gossip. I mean, everything that. Yeah. 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 But, but overall, cumulatively, it was very fun. Yeah. Um, Andy and I are still really good friends. And uh, yeah, the, you yeah. know, the, the, the birth of so many boxes from that was amazing. It's and crazy. so I think that moving on to the next chapter of your guys' life, uh, Rec Center. Mm. So they had their own CrossFit box mm. here downtown, early, early days, yeah. um, the Arts District. Yep. And it was very cool. I've been there a couple of times. Um, you guys ran it together? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, in the beginning. Yeah. yeah. What was that like building a business together? Is that was, that, would you say that was a, a new chapter for you guys? Because you guys both left and then mm -hmm. built your own. Yep. yep, I quit my day job mm -hmm. and did that. I mean, it was definitely Charlie's thing that I supported on, you know. Yeah. It was fun. It's a lot of time together, I think, like, it was interesting, you know, skip two years later when I 
started a new career, I was like, this is kind of nice for us to have our own things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But at the time it was really fun to be together and like building that and this this area and this community is incredible. Like we're still such good friends with so many people. Oh yeah, because you guys were there. here early. Yeah. Yeah, we opened oh. that in 2011. Yeah. Yeah, it was like, it was not this right. arts district right. at the time. It was, it was nothing. yeah, it was nothing. Yeah. You, you said it was kind of Charlie's thing and I, I supported him. Um, was was that hard for you? Did you feel like you were, you know, the person behind the scenes and it was more Charlie's thing or? Um, yeah, I guess so. But it wasn't hard for me in the way that it was like, I'm a, I'm good at like logistics. I'm good at like, mm. again, we sort of are good at what the other person, I'm community and that's what I ended up doing for my career. So like branding and that right. sort of thing. I didn't know at the time because it was kind of new for me as well, but I feel like I was able to, like, do you want me to make a flyer? Like, what should it say? I, you know, I think we were good at, again, like filling out what the other person isn't strong at. So yeah, mm-hmm. but it was so fun. I mean, it was definitely his thing and yeah, it was really, really fun to see it come together. What's the value in building something with your partner? Ooh. I mean, it was just, we spent all our time there yeah. and we didn't have to explain why you know mm-hmm. like we yeah. if i was there late she knows i'm there late we're both there late we both were just so into it and that was everything um it's like our first baby for sure yeah yeah so it's like we were putting so much time and effort and like mental and emotional energy into this thing but it was understood because we both were right so it was it was good like i don't know that i had time for anything else like if she had something else going on i don't know that I would have been able to find time for our relationship. Yeah, that's true. But because that was both our thing, we could kind of do it together and still stay close and still find time for each other. Yeah, it's interesting because during the whole, like ever since COVID, I mean, I've talked to so many people that have really struggled with like, now I'm on top of my partner all the time. Yeah. Right? And I mean, John and I are building so much together and this is the first time I've ever had that with a partner and we work really well together. Um, But I've always really liked leaving my house and going to a job and not seeing somebody for 10 hours and then coming home and being like, yeah. Oh, hi, I missed you. You know? And now with you and I, I mean, just since day one, it's been like that. And then people struggle with that. It's hard. Yeah. Yeah. It was good timing for us too. Cause we lived in a house with a bunch of roommates. Yeah. So at the same time we opened the gym, we moved down to our own place that mm. we love. So it was all, it was, it was good. Like we hadn't, it was like a new phase for everything. Yeah. So it was really like the start of our adult lives. Yeah. 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 What was it like closing it? How was that? Was that painful? Did you guys feel it was right? How what long was... did you guys have it? Nine um, years. Nine yeah, years. That was a big part. 11 to 2020. Yeah. 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 Wow. Also, I mean, you know, how close you get with the, the community, community yeah. you know, and also. Um, all sorts of emotions. I mean, one, I had already felt kind of stagnant there for probably two or three years. Yeah. I was kind of looking for ways to change it or sell it or partner with someone or do something different because I felt like there was this mad rush for the first three years and we kind of got to where we were and then it was just the same thing day Mm -hmm. in and day Mm -hmm. out so so there was a little bit of like relief in the fact that I didn't have to make a decision it was kind of made for me Mm. my hand was forced can't run a business when you can't have gyms I have a gym I can't I can't do it there's nothing I don't have to make that choice anymore I don't have to figure out to do because I'm my hands are tied that's it so there was a little relief I was so bummed for the community, so many awesome people that, you know, and they had their own relationships and friendships and people got married from there. All, you know, mm-hmm. just a lot of relationships that I didn't want to see just kind of wither away. Right. Yeah. Did um, you feel responsible? Like, yeah. I guess you're almost like mom and dad. Tell I me. mean, yeah. I think for the last, you know, three years that Charlie ran the gym and I had at this point stepped away and had a a big career and was like Mm -hmm. at that point really really busy traveling a lot and I I would say you were kind of doing it for them like because you love these people interesting Mm -hmm. right and and like they loved this thing and we had sort of not outgrown it but just been like okay what's next yeah and I think it's weird not having any um like you have co-workers I have co-workers I can like call and like shoot ideas like we have the same job and we can chat and create but for charlie and i think you have you had andy and like there is a community in crossfit in that world but it's like you just kind of solo running the thing yeah you have employees yeah. who yeah. are incredible but i think that's a hard that's a long time to just be like doing the thing I feel so, like that now. something just hit yeah, me when tough. you said uh you were just doing it for them 
Um, of course, doing something for other people is empowering, bigger than you. But if it's just for them, it's no longer for you. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. got to feel lonely. For a while, yeah. Yeah. Empty, you know? It was. It did feel empty. But also, like, I felt like seeing people come in and hang, you know, just like any good CrossFit yeah. gym, come hang all night. And they're, they're laughing, having a yeah. good time. And they're seeing mm-hmm. people catching up. It feels good in the moment. But then, yeah, it wasn't all that rewarding outside of that. And I was just kind of stuck there. So you were, you were now looking through the snow globe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So do you feel like you do better with, um, I guess the question is like, do you do better when you have like a team and kind of people around you and you feel like you do better when you're kind of on your own doing your own thing? I think I think I do better on my own. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, would you say that Charlie's the introvert and you're the extrovert? Or? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's the same yeah. with us. For sure. I'm the yeah. massive extrovert and he's the yeah. introvert. Yeah. Um, when was the first kid? Was it rec center? You guys had your first? Mm-hmm. 2014. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think right. that's part of it too of like these, these friends and, you know, I guess their clients, I would never refer to them as that. Pe- members of the gym, mm-hmm. like they were our babysitters. They were Whoa, like, right. it was like, they it was saw like my your, kids your, every day. Your village. Yeah, yeah. Like I brought, there are pictures of, there. every pictures of our, every picture of Ace especially is in that gym. Right, yeah. right. And like. Yeah, it was, it's wild, you know, even like members of the gym will send me pictures of like, I just, this popped up in my phone of Ace and it was like, we, every phase, like we used to hang in from the, like he had a bouncy thing and we'd hang in from the, from there. And then as he got older, we built this, like, we would use the boxes and build like a mini playpen and he'd be stuck in there. Like everybody, and if he was crying and I was working out, someone would just pick him up. Like it was very much, so that sort of thing was really but we had sort of, the second kid added a, a new layer and I had sort of, that wasn't my life anymore either. Yeah. So we were spending a lot of time away at the end of the gym because yeah. I had, it was a different dynamic. But those first, you know, however many years where we lived here and yeah. it was so fun. Yeah. Yeah. And when we moved to, I ended up being there early mornings and late at night. Right. And oftentimes there's your whole life. Yeah. 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 And that's tough when you've got little ones. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We were really like before we closed it, it was like passing off. And like, mm-hmm. we did not, I remember that beginning of COVID, like Charlie was home. We, we never saw each other at dinner time. Mm-hmm. And Charlie was home at dinner time. And like, we just cooked and like, we we're standing in the front yard and the boys were playing. And I was like, oh, this, I can't remember. Have we ever done this? Mm-hmm. Cause we was, he were so, we were so busy and just like running in separate directions. So yeah. Well, how do you guys feel like, I mean, that's a good, I guess, segue into what you were saying earlier, John, about like just juggling it all, right? So now at this point in your story, you've got kids. Yep. Um, You know, you guys have a really long history, which is great, but how do you maintain more than the friendship? Like, how do you maintain the actual intimacy of the relationship, right? When you've got everything you're juggling. Yeah, I think we're pretty good at getting away just the two of us and like making sure we spend that time. Even like early on, we would leave the kids with, we have some amazing, of course, we have amazing support, grandmas, Mm -hmm. and be able to get away to like- so jealous. Remember, I know. (laughs) I know, it's really lovely. Mom, move out here if you heard it. (laughs) Yeah, right, there you go. (laughs) Or remember to like- spend time together yeah. just the two of us remember that couple we went on a vacation and this couple was like i mean you buy insurance for everything else like i see vacations as relationship insurance yeah it's a really like, good way to put it i love that yeah i don't think we're probably great at it day to day oh just like maintaining intimacy and being more just like not just kind of settling for being friends yeah i don't think we're good at it day to day all the time but i think we recognize when like uh, this shit's gotten out of, out of control. We haven't connected. We hadn't done anything together. Yeah. Maybe watched half a show and fell asleep. Right. And it's been a month. Both of us are pretty good at recognizing it, or at least recognizing that the other person feels that way. And mm-hmm. then, yeah, we go. Yeah. Do you guys have different sexual appetites? Are you guys, uh, when it comes to 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 that, is there a lot of contrast? I think it just goes in waves. Yeah. All joke. It's like yeah. it'll be one person, and then the next. It's like. And then the one person's really tired, you know, I think, yeah, there's phases. Yeah. For sure. How do you, uh, especially being um, high school sweethearts, which I had no idea that, that, that <laughs> your history was that, um, how do you fan the flames? How do you, you know, keep the blinders on? How do you um, allow yourself um, to fantasize, but at the same time know, you know, who your safe tree is and, 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 
stay uh not look on the other what is it called looking uh the other grass side like the grass yeah the grass is green <laughs> so how do you do that as a young attractive you know successful couple um can you imagine charlie's like well, well I, I don't, I don't. I i'd I like don't. to tell you something <laughs> I, 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 I gotta i gotta tighten the vice a little bit yeah yeah um I don't know. I mean, there's part like the, the. Or you just give up. You just say, okay, I'm not, I'm not a sexual being anymore. I'm yeah. just going to be a dad. Yeah. Um, I mean, again, I think we both make an effort to try to keep things fun when we have that moment or when we're out of town. Or yeah. when we, mm-hmm. you know, like we, we do try to be exciting for each other, I think. Mm-hmm. And then the day to day is just like, I don't know. I'm too, too busy to worry about most of it. We're doing so much logistics. Like I've committed to this and we're doing yeah. it. And like, but it feels like you guys are on the same page with that, which is amazing. Like, yeah. It doesn't feel like it's a push-pull or like somebody's pissed off that the other person's committed. It's like you both are like, we both have kids. We're committed to that. We both have careers. We're committed to that. Yeah. Yeah. Friends, we we're committed get to that. pissed off plenty. Like of someone course. might be, you know, in a mood and then the other person is just over it and just like, I'm going to bed. And like feelings will get hurt here yeah. and there. But for the most yeah. part, I think we recognize like it's more because... I'm worrying about this at work. I had to run around and do this with the kids. They have this going on, all this stuff. Like, it's not you. It's just like, right. let's get through the week. It's not we'll a personal thing. Yeah. And I think too, like when we do take the time to even like, you know, LA is such a good place because you can go to Palm Springs for the weekend. You can yeah. just like- Yeah, an hour and a half to anything. Yeah. And yeah. when we're like together, just the two of us, we have the best time. Like we, we just went to Mexico for a friend's wedding and we were like, that was the most fun. We enjoyed like each other's company. We, you know, I think- that sort of thing is a reminder. And then we'll get back and have to be like, wait, hello? Yeah. <laughs> like, or, you know, but right. it, again, it's like having the expectations of like, we're friends first. So like, how do we support each other through mm-hmm. that? And mm-hmm. then, um, yeah. And plus like, I would still choose Charlie, like in a room, I'd be like, oh yeah, who's that? Yeah. Like, I still really do feel like that. So yeah. I, that's helpful too, I think. Also, you guys, <laughs> um, you guys uh, take care of oneself. You know yeah. what I'm saying? A lot of couples, especially over time, busy, you know, kids. they let themselves go. Mm-hmm. They lose themselves, you know, sweats and chips and all that. Uh, you guys are very <laughs> okay, active. Like it seems sweats. like you guys um, do a good job being responsible of your own, like, self-care and, yeah, you know. Yeah. Which definitely helps. It's important for me, yeah. Yeah. Fitness, I mean, has always been a priority, too. I think that's, it's... For me, it's not like taking away from my family. If I'm like, I'm going to go, I have to work out, but I'll, I'll be back right. in an hour or whatever that might be. Um, and Charlie does the same. So I think, and for me, yes, I want to stay fit, but also my, that is my emotional, it's that's like mental health. My, I have to, yeah. yeah. So. You know, Vanessa I, last night texted, uh, during the day texted me something. Uh, it was a sex. It was like, hey, I want, I'm going to do this to you. And I was like, oh, hot. <laughs> And then cut to 8.30, we're both yeah. <laughs> every time. Totally, yeah. You're just yeah. so tired. Yeah, but it and also is like, like, it doesn't take away from the thought in the moment, in the right? Moment. Totally. Like in the moment, I had this sexy thought and I meant it. Yeah. And I think that it's still important to tell you that even if in the back of my mind, I'm like, is it really going to happen? Erica does <laughs> that when we're out. Not um, over text, but we'll like say something if we're out to dinner or whatever. And I'm thinking, I can't probably be asleep, but still fun right now. <laughs> but it's still great right now, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. We all woke up at 6. It's 5 a.m. Exactly. So I'm like, I'm a bit running 5:30. around. I don't know. Ain't no one got time at 10 p.m. to get sexy. Let's be real. <laughs> no. Yeah. That alarm's going off pretty quick. That's the, I think I'm changing John because I'm more of a daytime person. He's more of a nighttime person. Ever since having kids, I'm like, what is this nighttime nonsense? <laughs> 9 yes. p.m. Are you insane? Sleeping. Like, yeah. I could be already asleep. Yes. yes. Oh, my gosh. How was your pregnancy? Oh, I do not enjoy being pregnant. That is not for mm. me. I do not like it. But I love babies. Yeah. Um, I'm the opposite. But it was it was <laughs> easy. easy. Nothing oh, wrong easy. with it. Yeah, I just don't the like it. Delivery not traumatic or anything. I had C sections. Yeah. I I didn't. That wasn't the second one was planned. First one wasn't. So it wasn't lovely. I just like pregnancy is it. I don't know. I I don't feel athletic. I don't right. feel sexy. Right, mm-hmm. right. So like a lot of the funs I I like to drink. <laughs> so yeah. like all of these things I'm like, whoa, I can't do any of that. I can't do any of that. <laughs> and and there's a sense of claustrophobia too. Oh that my I god, so much. A lot of women don't talk about this sense of claustrophobia, especially towards the end, where you're like, I would like to take a deep breath oh. by myself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the first time that I was like really started thinking, oh, I think I'm anxious. I think I have, I have claustrophobia. Yeah, like it same. was the beginning of it. And now I'm aware. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, and in fact, I have Xanax for when I feel claustrophobic, but that was the beginning of like, oh, I cannot get away from yeah. this. <laughs> and yeah, and you shouldn't because you want it. But you're like, I also, same thing, like getting a tattoo. That's a really silly, mm. 
but I have, I have tattoos as well. It's the same thing. You're like, well, I, I want this. This is uncomfortable. I can't run, but my head is telling me like, how do I get out of this? Right. It's like, you can't. When you guys first had your, uh, your first son, uh, what changed? Uh, not only what changed as far as the relationship, but also individually what changed. So let's start with Charlie. What Mm. changed for you as, uh, when you became a dad? Um, I do you, think do you I like did. being a dad or do you hate I it? I love it. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> Before we you start, seem like an awesome like. dad. <laughs> I, I love it. Yeah. Um, I think I became just more selfless, mm. like realizing that was the first moment, even more than being married or having a business, but like being responsible for someone else. Sure. And I was so used to even just like grew up with my mom and just me. Oftentimes I just had to worry about myself. Right. If I wanted to eat. I had to figure out what I wanted to make for dinner. If I wanted to get somewhere, just kind of, I had floated through life being able to kind of just think about myself and worry about myself. Um, so that was a big one. Like, I can't do that anymore. I gotta, don't you kind of miss it? Yeah. <laughs> okay. And I'm I like, still think about me? myself plenty. But <laughs> okay. Just checking. I'm like, because yeah. I still miss only having to worry about myself in oh, my yeah. Totally. <laughs> That's the best part about vacation is not even yeah. doing anything, but like, whatever I want to do right whatever now. you want. Put on whatever anyone's shoes. It's breakfast yeah. and I'm not hungry. So I don't have to wipe eat. anybody's butt. Yeah. Except for my own. Right. It's so nice. Did you, uh, did you see Erica in a different light? I know I know. I did and I do. Um, once you guys have created a child, how did that change the relationship? Um, I mean, I always assumed she would be a good mom and she's always pretty nurturing and caring, but definitely it was like a switch when she, at least when we had Ace for the first one. Just she's so good and like on it and secure about what she's doing and how she's doing it and made me have confidence in being a dad because mm. she just knew all of it. And if she didn't know it, she th- pretended she did and <laughs> fake it till you make it. And it was just like very strong and confident and capable. We still do that though. Like even yesterday, we had a babysitter for the first time, a new babysitter for the first time since the pandemic because my parents lived out here for a while. So we didn't have, we didn't need a babysitter. And the kids were, Ace was like, what? I don't know this person. And then he was chanting stranger danger. And then Charlie texted me like, is it, is it the pandemic or is it weird that we're just going to like this random person we've never met is going to come like babysit our kids. I'm like, no, even though I also have the same thought, I know that that makes him anxious. So I'm like, no, that's, that's what babysitters are. And, and so we, she had been vetted. She's not super random, but we're like, oh, this is a weird thing. And like, we're responsible for keeping these people safe. These humans. Yeah. yeah. I wonder if that's a generational thing. Cause I also, um, man, being 48, I still feel like I'm not old enough to have children. And I think about when my dad was 48, <laughs> I've never felt that, I looked at way. him like, like, oh, that's a fucking adult. Yes. Yeah. And, um, like the imposter syndrome, That's like, yes. my, like, you know, if I'm late to picking her up, like all these feelings. Yes. Uh, I wonder if it's our generation or if every parent, like, I wonder if also our parents, because I look at our parents and, and, and I think like when I was a kid, they looked like they had everything together. The yep. adults, I just trusted them. Well, also when we were kids, we would be like, come home when the streetlights are on for dinner. I mean, we were, I don't know about you guys, but I was like gone out of the house, mm. in the trail, smoking weed, yeah, like yeah. doing my thing, you know, getting yeah. into trouble. Yeah. My mom didn't know any of that shit. Yeah. And she was just kind of like, whatever, just go do your thing. It's so different with kids now. We don't for do sure. that. No, we do not. Yeah. So now we're like, oh, I have this babysitter coming over. Like, is this what I do? My mom would be like, fuck yeah, that's of what you do. Of course you do. Yeah. <laughs> she like, lives next door and she's nine. Have, yeah, she's <laughs> like, yeah. Or I wouldn't have had a babysitter. I don't right, same, yeah. same. I mean, same. depending on what age, like probably nine or 10 plus. You know plus. the neighbor's phone number? Yeah, you know yeah. 911. You know 911, yeah, exactly. Here it is on the fridge. Here's a 20 for a pizza. It's Knock so yourself weird. out. I forever, yeah. my mom like would say she was 36. So that was like the age she said for probably like, I don't know. 10 years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And, and then in my head, my mom is 36. And so I turned 36 this year and it was the age that I was like, oh, I am an adult. That's so right. funny. I've never heard anybody else say this. I always say that, you've heard yeah, me say this, yeah. my mom is perpetually 40. My whole life, I've always looked at my mom as 40 yeah. and I'm turning 38 this year and I'm like, oh my God, I'm my mom's age. And then I'm like, wait, I'm not my mom's age. I know. <laughs> I've never, You're even never like I was, be your mom's age. we were talking yeah. about me, you know, dropping my kid off late at school yeah. today and I'm still like, <laughs> I'm his mom in <laughs> school. I said it was fine. I'm like, uh, the imposter syndrome is wild. Like yeah. I do not feel. Yeah. And then I'm like, do all adults feel like this? And yeah, did my parents feel like this? Probably. probably. She probably did feel like that too. I wonder yeah. if it's a luxury to feel like this because I feel like our parents were just in survival mode. Mm. Yeah, that's true. You know, yeah. like my parents coming here, not knowing the language, not having yeah. money, 
and just like how are we going to, you know, feed these kids and uh, make them American. Yeah, like a single mom, mm. I mean, busting her ass, bartending yeah. to survive. Yeah. We have the young. luxury to be like, oh, imposter syndrome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wonder how I feel about this. Yeah, I think that too, totally. like, we have such a close group of friends that like I would choose my friends who mm. happen to also be friends, our kids are friends. Yeah. And, like that's right, such a right. luxury that's to like. That's so nice. Oh, like did other parents have this and we just didn't see it? Did like oh. our parents have that? Did. Plus, like, I'm, we are not religious and we're not raising our kids religious, mm-hmm. but I grew up Mormon. So, like, uh-huh. that also sort of how families, you know, we went to church. We went to, like, right. it wasn't just my mom saying, this is why you can't do that. It was, like, somebody else. And that, that was, you know, so that's been an interesting thing, too, of being like, okay, so we don't have that community. That So what does that look like for us? But it sounds like you built it with friends. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah for sure. Yeah. Erica, when you see uh, Charlie engaging with your son's um, and you notice that he's a good dad. What do you, what do you, what do you, what do you feel? Meaning, um, cause that's such a whole another layer of mm-hmm. trust and attraction. Um, yeah. because it's not just like a hunky guy. <laughs> uh, it's, you know, it's so many other things, you know, yeah. it's like a whole different layer of a relationship. Yeah. I mean, I think I always like, even when we would be off again, on again in like college, I, I pictured Charlie raising my, what I thought were two boys, which mm, is crazy. Like in my head, that was yeah. kind of what I thought. Um, and I always knew he would be a good dad. And so, but you surprise me in ways that like, you know, like I said, we're really different. Charlie's sporty. I'm, and our older kid loves to dance. And like Charlie goes every week to pick him up in this horrible parking lot. It's like the worst thing to navigate. Just, and I'm there. I can drive him home just to watch him for five minutes dance. And it's like the sweet, oh, just there are surprising things yeah, that I'm yeah, like, yeah. I don't know, watching him be a dad is so, yeah, it's, I learn things about him and it's just like, it's the best. Yeah. He's had, a, he's had a lot of practice because he also has other kids. I don't know if you know this. <laughs> oh, great, 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 great. Whole other family. Yeah, the whole, whole family. That, the ones that live in this He's life. not your first. <laughs> They'll come down. You guys come down. <laughs> They're in the rafters. I think for me, um, this is my first time having a, a child. The uh, admiration, the respect, you, you start to see your partner in a way that isn't just about like us and attraction. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's, it's very, it's almost spiritual. It's bigger than you. It's bigger than yeah. you. Yeah. yeah. And we don't take ourselves seriously. Like we'll joke, like who were his parents? Like we, we did like back to school night. You know, we used to have to go, which is really funny because you sit in the tiny chairs in kindergarten, yeah. so you'll, you'll see. Yeah. And it's like the weirdest thing. You're sitting in these, especially Charlie. It's like, oh, this <laughs> one butt cheek kind of thing. Yeah. The teachers asking you questions, but now it's on Zoom, of course. Yeah. Right. But it's. I feel like we're kind of playful with it, you know, where we're like, this is so weird did you think of questions we should have some questions right like yeah. we're like coaching each other like remember that we're adults like we're this person's <laughs> parents so I wear a suit what I wear oh, a suit. <laughs> when we were fighting charlie was like i'm gonna wear a suit to this i'm like that's so weird you don't have a business job he's like i'm gonna wear the suit so like <laughs> keeping it playful and like it's important even like sharing the mundane things of like parents who are weird at school like have yeah. you seen that mom or if that kind of thing is kind of like fun in a different way and keeps like that does drive our relationship also so that's the friendship right I yeah mean, it keeps yeah. you laughing yeah and, our, and it's all so much so it keeps it not so serious you know yeah. like yeah. our Montessori teacher pulled me aside the other day and was like do you guys have time for a zoom call and I was like uh oh John Uh-oh. she's two we're already getting told we have to have a parent teacher conference she's pushing boundaries we're being told I'm like <laughs> great oh no oh, it sounds <laughs> we're, right we're in trouble and yeah, we were out of town for our for Wilder's little like conference and we're like oh who give it that's not a big deal and they like hounded us like are we ready for that conference yet are we ready for the meeting can we set it up set it up? i'm like all right fine but well we kept joking like, what are they gonna are they say he's great at doing? playing with play-doh yeah. like <laughs> he's a great hang which he is the little one's fun so i'm like what oh, charlie God. three uh greatest revelations so far when it comes to marriage love um kids Family. No, let's not let's not talk about kids. Let's just talk about relationship. Love uh, at forty as a forty year old man. What what are three <laughs> revelations that you have so far? Uh, it's hard. Yeah. Why, why is it hard? It just it's it's work. I should say it's not yeah. hard. It's work. Yeah. It's it's just like anything else. You can't just leave it alone and expect it to be great and grow. So um, it's definitely work. Um. 
I don't know. It's more, I guess my relationship is more special to me than I thought it would be. It's a bigger mm. part of my life. Like I always mm. thought like, eh, even with or without Erica, just like, I don't need, it'll be nice to have someone, but like, I'd be fine. Right. Also alone with myself. And so it, it's just so much, a, a, so much more a part of my life than I thought it'd be. Yeah. A bigger part of who I am. Um, I've come to like rely on having another half, I guess. I wonder if that's like that only child thing, right? Yeah. I mean, you really do, because like, I was an only thing. child until I was 10. And so when we decided to have her as an only, we were like, we're done. Everybody's like, oh, but aren't you worried? It's so selfish. Yeah. And I'm like, is it? Because I loved being an yeah. only Charlie. <laughs> I wanted nothing more than to play by myself. And when he came along, I was like, this is annoying. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it's it's like a relief to be able to like rely on another yeah, half. Totally. For everything. Yeah. So um and number three. And number three, I don't know. I still, I, it's still fun and exciting to be in love and, you know, it's still fun. Yeah. yeah. It's, still it's fun. worth it. It's still like worth that. it. You know, um, the word fun has come up a lot in your guys' conversation. Mm-hmm. And it tells me that that's actually a really, it, it's one of the four food groups on that laminated poster for you guys. Yeah. yeah, yeah <laughs> like for it's sure. fun. So that like pyramid. wearing a suit, having fun, not taking yourselves as parents, like seriously, but being serious. Yeah. That's, I, th- I think that's a really important piece. Yeah. Um, what about you? Three revelations so far from um, Yeah, I guess married to, to marrying your best friend is, is good, and then you have to make sure. Also you- rare. Rare. Yeah. That, that doesn't happen a lot. But if you're best friends, you could easily go to the friend zone. So, like, you got to keep yeah. Harry and Seller, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, right, yeah. right. Um, and what else? Just not about parenting, you said. Just, just um, love and, love and love marriage. Relationships. relationships. Um, I think also like love to love your partner. You also have to really love their family and everything that Mm. that's a lot. That's a a whole other layer. Like I have, there's a lot of on my side. There's just Marty. Who's easy. (laughs) She's the easiest, but that's how we have it too. You know, like that's a lot. There's a lot of that. And there's a lot of give and take in that space. So, you know, going to like, it never will feel, or maybe it does for other people, but like his family stuff feels like his family stuff. And I'm like, well, I'm going, of course, Mm -hmm. but like, that's a big part of it. So figuring out how you navigate all of that as well, I think is a big deal. And then, and then I think like friendships and like having real friends who you talk about how shitty you, like we'll go play cards with friends and we'll like out each other. Well, Charlie was doing this or mm. we're out ourselves. And like, they'll make the same, say the same thing. It's just like having a conversation about how imperfect, like, and hard marriages or, and parenting, but just like that sort of thing is, is incredible. Like yeah. I think being able, we've been really um, lucky to have that in friends. Yeah. Yeah. Most couples actually don't have friends yeah. because they're so busy just kind of trying to survive and also um as adults it's hard to make friends you don't have um you know the the thing about communities like crossfit is you have that that plug and play that structure Mm -hmm. like a recess we did in school once that's gone Mm -hmm. you know it's really hard to make friends so it seems like you guys are really fortunate in that way yeah we got lucky that we had a group of friends a bigger group that kind of got whittled down by kids yeah Mm -hmm. and as more people had kids they kind of got tighter and tighter and now they're like you know we have four families and a couple friends that don't have kids yet that are just like we're so tight and it's it helps on so many levels just like having a friends having a sounding board having people to bitch and moan to about and like not having to be perfect either like we Mm -hmm. joked on halloween we, we all met at someone's house and everybody looked incredible by the time we got there. But then as we started chatting, everyone was like, oh, we're all fighting on our way over here. Like, because <laughs> so-and-so didn't want to wear the costume right, that right. I had been searching for and he was being an asshole. And then, you yeah. know, whoever would be like, I was being an asshole. Yeah, I'd like what I, so it just is like, that sort of being able to strip down this like, and here we are and everybody's dressed and everyone was good. Cause it's like, well, no, this is fucking hard. Yeah. Like, it was a pain in the ass to get out the door, which it always is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah let's be real yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of things yeah. 
Vanessa, I'm going to give you an attempt to try to poke some holes. I've been trying to do it for the last 40 minutes. And, uh, I don't know if there's holes. <laughs> I mean, I think, listen, I think. solid. Well, I just think the takeaways are really important. It's like keeping it light and keeping, like, make sure, making sure you maintain the friendship, right? I think also one of the themes that I've gotten from you guys since the very beginning of your relationship, starting as a friendship, is it never feels like there was all that much fucking pressure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Like, it's not that, not to say that that doesn't mean that you guys didn't think it was important, right? But there just doesn't feel like there was ever that like vice grip of, of like, this has to look this way, this has to be that way. It, you know, this pressure that we put on our relationships, I think, on the other person, on ourselves to be a certain way. And I think that's a really important takeaway that a lot of people can have and not easy for many yeah. people to do. You guys really are kind of like a unicorn couple. I, I didn't know your story. Um, I also didn't know you guys are from San Diego, which is a whole, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, I mean, known each other since like grade school, got together in high school, yeah. you know, built a business, had two kids and you guys are still really young. It's like, yeah, it's pretty amazing, you know, um, yeah. still together. I'm still pretty young. Oh yeah. yeah. Charlie loves these. We're the exact same age. We went to high school together in the same year. Right. He loves like the four months where he tells the kids I'm older. Because oh, <laughs> I, I am one. I'm only 35. And I'm 36. Yeah. That's right. John is much older than me. I'm much I older. love to talk about you that. You guys look so. amazing for um, <laughs> the age that you... Actually, I don't know how old you are. 36. 36 and oh. 35. But he... Yeah, he loves right now. Then the boys, you've sold them on it. Yeah. He sells the boys on the craziest things. <laughs> that dads, Wilder will constantly say, dad's in charge of everything in our house, including animals, which we have no animals. <laughs> so I'm like, why are you telling? And he'll tell everybody that. I'm like, what? Wilder, you're nuts. <laughs> he loves it. it. sounds like we have, I yeah. always think like, what is he telling? He's probably telling the teachers that. And the teachers are like, that dad might be. Bad. Who knows? Who knows? Iron fist. Who knows? <laughs> With those animals, and all I'm those older. animals, right. and that I'm a lot, and then she's a lot older. And she's and the cradle robber. Well, woman. they think two months is an infi- like they don't Infinity. know. They think that's so old. So, yeah, I'm two months older than me. <laughs> Like, oh my God. Sometimes, sometimes I'll look over at John playing with Logan on the floor and he's like kind of sleeping while he's laying on the floor. And I think I'm so tired with a two-year-old and I can't imagine how much more tired he is. <laughs> I mean, really, 10 years is a big difference with a toddler. Like, No one knows this, but I'm actually 75. Uh, I would have thought. Yeah, that Korean skin, man. Possibly Asian genes, yeah. Well, guys, thank you for this conversation. Um, this is so fun. Charlie, tell me a little bit about... Uh, endorphins and what you do and and how um being a catalyst with people's uh, changing their bodies how it's trans you know how it's changed from rec center to what you're doing now it's been great um kind of the same idea the same reason i liked crossfit and you know the ideas i sought to kind of instill at crossfit or uh, at the rec center were just like fitness for everyone like try yeah. something mm-hmm. that you think on the surface you can't do and so many people look at CrossFit and they're like, no way in hell. Right, intimidated. Yeah, to, I don't even, no, I'm not doing it. And so like at the rec center, that was the whole thing. It was like, we had so many people that were brand new and like, of course, no one could do a pull up or a handstand push up or all these things. But eventually a year or two later, everyone's doing those. So that was kind of what I wanted in the next phase, which is endorphins. So, um, just a month ago, we launched our own app. Nice. And nice. it's a just a database of content and materials and programming and movements. Mm-hmm. There's a community uh, aspect. So I have programs from CrossFit style programs to programs you can do with water bottles or a set of dumbbells at home, um, on-demand classes, bodybuilding stuff, um, and we're doing more. So. A lot of filming. We got yoga, meditation coming. So, nice. same idea. Right. Just like reaching as many people as like I think in the pandemic, fitness was a savior for a lot of people. Yeah, and I was able to get out a lot of stuff. And so, I kind of want to keep that going. Like I think people need it. People have realized they need it. Um, so just trying to put together like kind of a cohesive resource for people yeah. to, to have. And Charlie, historically, I feel like even at like people would come and go from the box from which is what they call CrossFit gyms for people who don't know that. <laughs> and um would come back because his programming is so good. So now I feel like right. it works. Even I 
we'll be like in an argument or whatever and I'll need to get a workout in and I'll turn on the damn app and there's Charlie. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, but this shit's effective. Like, you know, I'm going to be sweating in less than 30 minutes and, right. but Charlie will just like go by and <laughs> I can yeah. hear his voice. <laughs> I can't get away from you, can't. but it's just like, it works. Yeah. So it's been a lot of fun. A lot of work, different work, like virtual stuff. I don't, I don't yeah. you know, yeah, I've never thought about days, that. Right? Yeah. Never thought about making content or a video or like, putting something out there so that's been hard and fun and challenging all, mm -hmm. in, all in one but good for you but it's been great yeah it's I love about it. the stretch yeah um the app store and where google play google play Downing? awesome yeah. erica what song are you gonna lead us out oh with? my god oh my no gosh way. i'm retired i'm retired i'm retired what is next for both of you guys this uh i don't know i was gonna say this app and endorphins is next for me for a little bit yeah, yeah. this keep, feels new still new like yeah. this is yeah. the next thing so this still feels new and next what yeah. about you erica well i keep um trying to convince charlie to have a, th a third child um mm. which she about, does about that beforehand <laughs> does not want um so i'd love that to be next but i fuck wait hold on now know. i feel the tension we should have started that's it there it is started there john you we missed your opportunity that that was yes. going to be my crowbar. Yeah, is like, it. I hear Erica wants a third child. Charlie, I know you don't. Let's start there. It could be like fucking therapy. That's for another, that's for our next session. Oh man, I really yeah. missed the ball on this one. Hello. So, so I don't, I don't know that a third child is in the cards, but. Yeah. I had um, a secret vasectomy. I didn't tell you. <laughs> no, the, re the fact that you haven't had a vasectomy gives me false hope, I guess. Because yeah. I'm like, hey, it's somewhere in there. See, him and I were like, okay, schedule it now. Go. Yeah. See? Pretty quickly. Wouldn't you? Anyways, but no, I love my like career and... Um, You're at Lulu. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm in like brand and marketing. So, oh, yeah. my old world. Good place. It's great. All right. Well, thanks for hanging out. It's good seeing you guys. So man. good seeing you. If anything, just an excuse to, to so see you. Yeah. And uh, man, LA. you guys look like you were in a time time capsule in that, <laughs> like not not you guys look exactly the same. same. No, Hello. no, I don't think I do. But yeah, uh, you, you said that as you true. touched your hair, you went yeah. no. Well, because no, it's it's my insecurity. It's like oh shit. But uh, <laughs> I mean, it was uh, who me? Two ten, two thousand thirteen years ago. Ten years. At least two thousand ten, two thousand nine, two thousand ten. Over a decade. Yeah. Yeah. So wild. For white people, you guys are. Like, <laughs> thank I mean, you guys are really holding. Thank up. you, sir. Yeah, no, <laughs> thank you so much. Really holding. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, yeah. guys. Thank you for listening. Thank well. you. Yep. Listen, if you are great at helping other people and you have a passion for that, and you want to find personal freedom and level up the skills you already have, it's time to become a life coach. Journey coaching. When I became a coach, there was nothing like this out there. And so I developed this coaching training program alongside Noel Cordeaux, Journey Coaching. That's J-R-N-I. And it is amazing. It's 100% live. It's everything that I wish I had when I was starting out. Meaningful, evidence-based education, real people, real community, lifetime support, and business development. ICF certified. Just go to theangrytherapist.com, my website, and click on Become a Coach and explore the Journey Coaching Intensive. See you in class.